Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, August 26th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, it's been 20 years since Route 66 State Park opened in St. Louis County at the former site of Times Beach. The town was vacated and torn down after health officials found toxic chemical dioxin on its roads. It was a great place and definitely I'd live there again. St. Louis Public Radio's Mary Leonard talks to former residents of Times Beach. First, the news. The number of children in St. Louis under 17 killed by gun violence continues to climb. The St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department reported more young victims over the weekend. They include an 8-year-old girl Friday night, and a 15-year-old boy early Sunday. City officials are offering $25,000 rewards for information leading to the arrests of people responsible. Police say 16 children have been homicide victims this summer in St. Louis. Most of those cases involve gun violence. An Illinois state trooper who was shot and killed while serving a search warrant is being remembered as a caring family man who went the extra mile. The Belleville News Democrat reports roughly 100 people attended a service at a park yesterday to remember Trooper Nicholas Hopkins. He was killed in the line of duty Friday in East St. Louis. The 33-year-old was a state police officer for 10 years. He was married with three children. The St. Clair County State's Attorney says 45-year-old Chris Grant has been charged. He is in custody on $5 million bond. An economist with the Federal Reserve in St. Louis is predicting a local economy that will keep growing. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, the forecast indicates it will be at a slower rate than the last two years. Kevin Cleason says businesses are getting a little more cautious, in part because of concerns about trade. But consumers are continuing to spend. Cleason says his forecast shows job growth will continue in 2020. Maybe not to the same degree it did last year, but uh, certainly uh, I don't see anything where we, as we stand right now that would suggest that firms are ready to begin uh, shedding jobs in response to uh, a weakening uh, economy. Cleason made his remarks to the Rolla Regional Economic Commission. He says the economy in the St. Louis metro area, Rolla and Quincy, will likely continue to be slightly stronger than the nation as a whole. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis University is planning to build new homes on vacant property it has owned for years on the east side of its medical campus off Grand Avenue. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the university's redevelopment arm is working closely with the Gate District Neighborhood Association, to find a developer. Paul Carter has lived in the Gate District neighborhood for the last four years. He says the population was sparse when he moved in. That's because over the last few decades, SLU has been buying and demolishing deteriorating properties there in an effort, it says, to stabilize the neighborhood. As the chair of the Neighborhood Association's Development Committee, Carter is working on a plan to add homes to 43 parcels of land. Carter says his neighbors tell him the housing is needed to bring back a sense of community. This I think of as being a much delayed phase to go back and try to rebuild in the neighborhood. Those neighbors that had endured at that time 
we're very, very thankful to have this kind of redevelopment starting to happen. Developers are expected to break ground on the housing this spring. The project is part of a larger plan SLU has to develop land around its campuses. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. It's been 20 years since Route 66 State Park opened in St. Louis County. It's on 400 acres that used to be the site of the little town of Times Beach. The park was the final chapter of an environmental disaster that made national headlines and destroyed a community of 2,000. St. Louis Public Radio's Mary Leonard talks to former residents who say they still miss their old home. The last mayor of Times Beach is visiting the final resting place of the town's remains. Marilyn Leisner says hundreds of homes are buried in the huge grass-covered mound four football fields long at Route 66 State Park within earshot of Interstate 44. Four churches are in there, along with businesses and the Times Beach Water Tower. Everything that was near and dear to the people in this community is in that mound. All the houses, everything that they didn't take with them that was left in their homes is buried in that landfill. Times Beach made national headlines 37 years ago when state and federal health officials declared the town uninhabitable. The community's unpaved roadways were polluted with the toxic chemical dioxin that had been sprayed by a contractor to keep the dust down. Times Beach was evacuated and bought out by the Federal Environmental Protection Agency. Structures were knocked down and buried, the contaminated soil incinerated. The cleanup took 14 years. Afterward, Missouri opened the state park on the site next to the Merrimack River. People come to fish or bike or bird watch. We're driving down what used to be Hawthorne. Leisner is 81 and lives in nearby Eureka. She drives through the park several times a week, watching for white-tailed deer and wild turkeys. She can still see in her mind where the buildings used to be. When I come through, there's memories. You think of things that happened. It's the memories that bring back some of the hurt that people experienced. Times Beach was founded in 1925 by the old St. Louis Times as a weekend resort community located about 17 miles southwest of St. Louis. Leisner would like to see a plaque at the mound to commemorate Times Beach. The whole country needs to know what happened here so it doesn't happen again. I don't ever want to see anybody go through what we went through here. Former residents remember Times Beach as a close-knit and safe place to live. Donna Pollard Branson focuses on her happy childhood, not the buyout. It was a great place, and definitely I'd live there again. No questions asked. She recalls driving past Times Beach on Interstate 44 and seeing the home her father built being torn down. I sat on the side of the road and bawled my eyes out for a while, and there wasn't anything else I could do. What could I do? Mike Capstick grew up in Times Beach. He's 54 and works as a chemical operator in an area plant. He says the chemical industry is better today because of stricter regulations that were inspired by the dioxin disaster that destroyed his hometown. The lesson learned from Times Beach was when we make something, we are responsible for it from the moment we make it until it no longer exists. When we dispose of stuff, we owe it to the environment, we owe it to our neighbors, we owe it to everybody to do it in a responsible, safe way. Mike and Kelly Dinger of Eureka are riding their bicycles at Route 66 State Park on a warm evening in August. Kelly Dinger says the park is beautiful, 
but she often thinks about the people who lost their homes here. When she spots surprise lilies blooming in what used to be people's yards, she wonders who planted them. There was a whole community here, kids playing, people having barbecues, you know, things going on. And yeah, you'll, you'll see evidence of the past if you look hard enough and you know that it was here. Park manager Don Fink says there are no events planned to mark the 20th anniversary, but former Times Beach residents frequently hold their own reunions at the site. I'm Mary Leonard, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this daily effort wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.